Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring that guy, Ramon Foster. And it's brought to you by the Getco Cafe and Market, where they're open for business 24-7, serving hot, fresh food. Happy Thursday, Moan. Hey, happy Thursday, my friend. How are you? I have no complaints. You see the sun blasting in here? Yeah. It's funny. It's not even direct sunlight. There's a skyscraper (laughs) across from us here downtown, and the sun hits that and comes and hey, does it save you some UV rays right there? Like, does it does it take you know the skin cancer thing away? Or I don't no, know. I haven't treated the Come windows on, just on, yet. Y'all. We're not that sophisticated, Moan. <laughs> you know. Okay. I'm How about a fun subject for the day to open up? Talk to me. How about wild cards? And I'm not talking about playoffs here. How about wild cards like players who you might not expect? Like, let's mm-hmm. say for example. Like, you're not going to think of Pat Fryermuth. You're not going to say, hey, if Pat Fryermuth has a good season, boy, that'd be a real wild card for them. No, no, you're Duh. just expecting it, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. How about guys that maybe like a month from now we'll be talking about and saying, man, imagine if that guy hadn't gotten going. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. like give me one. Give me one uh, guy you'll like in this one. Gunnar Olszewski, number one. Gunnar. Gunnar. <laughs> By the way, the name. Okay. Oh. Like. You, you better be a baller with a name like like Gunner, okay? You know, that's, that's just like, like the Little it. League World Series a few years back. There was a kid whose first name was Cash and his last name was Money. You know, no. like you, yeah, you're making that up. I swear to you, they're out that's there, hilarious. man. Cash, Money, uh, but but him in general, man, what a surprise. You know, knowing that the kid can ball also plays his special teams roles, too. And you just never know week in and week out what you're going to get from a guy like that, which is the surprise aspect of it, too. And not just that, DK, an athlete, a guy that moves around well, got good speed, man, got determination, have all of those is a talent. Another one at the same position, though, DK, Calvin Austin. And I think everybody's excited about this kid. And they should be. The funny thing about mentioning Gunner and Austin is that Gunner has gotten onto the field yeah. in first-team situations because of Austin's injury. And unfortunately, Pittsburgh fans have yet to see Austin because he's been out with yeah. the foot injury really for a while now. And that makes me wonder, incidentally, if he's even going to open the season on you know one of those IR return yeah. to something, something uh, brackets. But when he does play, yeah. he, wow. I mean, you want to talk about fast. There's fast. Then there's like uh, moving. How did how did a a wide receiver once said to me? uh, I was talking about somebody's speed. This was back when you had fast money, easy money, and all that other stuff, right? (laughs) Yeah, the Bugatti Bowl. The exact answer to me was, "He fast." He ain't Wallace fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody knew what that meant. That. He yeah. fast. He ain't Wallace fast. Of course, referring to Mike Wallace. Uh, so I don't know if Calvin Austin and Mike Wallace in his prime would make for a great race, but Calvin Austin can really fly. Yes, he can, man. And, and there's this whole thing, too. And everything I've heard about this kid is he's a gamer. He knows his size is a deficiency of his. and He tries everything he possibly can to get rid of it. You'd also you you look at this position, OK, like like Rainey or, or, or a Dre Archer type. But from what my understanding is, is he's not them. And that's not what they're getting out of him. Like this kid is actually a ball player. He's carried the ball. He's taken the hits. He's gotten in space and been dynamic. And I think that's where the mystique is a around here is like okay well let's get more of that and again i'll say this too it's still camp 
it's still preseason. There's still time for him to get healthy. So I'm not pushing him out of the door and say, we're going to wait for later. If that happens, so be it. But there's still time for this kid to get back and get ready for game planning type of things, man. Uh, Another guy, DK, that's on that list, and we talked about it just a smidge, Connor Hayward. You know, like Connor Hayward's a wild card and a half because we don't even know at which position he'd be a threat. And by which position you mean tight end or fullback is where you're going? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the, and the fact that it's funny to hear these quarterbacks talk about him all through camp. Mm-hmm. He's the guy they want on the field in the the seven shots. Yeah, uh, he's been a guy that's been uh, a really reliable, and and this goes back to his college days too. Yeah. Uh, in the two point conversion, he's that for whatever reason he's able to find that space mm-hmm. in the end zone, and then he has really soft hands, kind of like yes. his brother. Yep, yep, a hundred percent. No, no, let me stop <laughs> agreeing with you. you there. Not, <laughs> hell no, okay. <laughs> no, Cam has brick hands. All right, <laughs> no, don't get me started. I, I had you pull up. You had like me that. for a second. Love Cam. Cam will claim he's a daggone good receiver and tighten down. That went to little bro. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, but but watching him in the games, make the catches that he has, and just stretching out. That could be a pleasant surprise because you don't expect that. And with him, I feel like there is a component of him being able to lead block or just get enough to where you know, (laughs) I hate to say this, but just his family's background say they're going to do the right thing at all times. And if you need him to do an assignment, like cut off the backside of a run, he's going to do that, that uh, Kayvon Thibodeau play. Like that's what the tight end's supposed to do, by the way, from the New York Giants, that first rounder cutting off the backside of the running lanes. Like, that's the role he can play. If you don't want him being, you know, uh, 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 Watt, Derek Watt, then you don't have to have him do those roles. You can move him into motion and kind of get him a steam run, get him a run so where he can clean people up. That's some of the stuff that he can do. And also with the pass catch, I'll be honest with you, DK, kind of shocking to me, that has been the surprise of camp to where, as you say, I didn't know what I didn't know about, you know, uh, Lil Hayward. So I'm, I'm I'm glad to know that. And, yes, I call him Lil Hayward because my big brother was around me and I was Lil Foster. So there you go. Take that. <laughs> the the viewers slash listeners of this program will never let you forget the Lil Foster <laughs> reference. No. No. I, I feel like throwing in one more name, and that's Jalen Warren. Because okay. I, even though we're starting to become cozy with him and we're starting to accept that he's just going to be part of this offense – his next snap in the National Football League in anger will be the first. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, what what a surprise, man. Pittsburgh has done a really good job of finding uh, guys like him. Like, honestly, let's be real with Connor. Finding Connor, Gunnar Olszewski, and also taking a bet on a guy like, like Calvin Austin. You know, like, y- you really got to have a knack for finding it. And I know this for uh, me being an undrafted guy. They take pride in these lower round free agent type of dudes because, you know, you're not supposed to be in the league. You're not supposed to have this type of talent. And one thing Pittsburgh does is they give fair opportunities to guys to prove themselves. So if we're not talking about somebody, they've either descended in practice and other guys have made their way up, i.e. Gunnar Olszewski. When we come back on the Ramon Foster Show, more football. Welcome 
Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. We don't always have to be super serious going up and down depth charts and all that other stuff here. We, we can also have some fun. Second segment's always kind of felt that way, hasn't it? It is, man. I, and I'm appreciative of it. And the fan base is, too. And that's this is the segment where they get their nuggets because we just go off the rails a little bit at times. A little bit. A little, little bit. A little yeah. bit. Here's something I've never asked you. And actually, I don't make a habit of asking any of the Steelers on, on any kind of regular basis. How much, when you were playing... Did you pay attention to or, um, you know, even become a fan of the the, the Penguins or Pirates? Because you, I know you're so busy and you're so locked in on yourself. I think there's fans that think that you guys are just like, you know, going to the games and cheering them on and we're all wearing the same colors and everything. <sighs> Uh, man, you make it a point to go to games. The summer times for the uh, Pirates, Pirates games are always pretty cool because that stadium, if you hadn't been and you're an out-of-towner or if you're from the Berg, by the way, Pittsburghers <clears throat> do that a lot. They will only stay on their side of town, man. I've never seen it as much so as I have in Pittsburgh. If you're from the Strip District, I mean, if you're from the North Hills, you really don't go down. Like It's, it's really like that. Go to PNC Park. It is a beautiful site. Uh, I always made it a point to go sneak in and sneak out type of situations man i know when they had the infamous blackout game for the uh, wild card playoff like it was a few guys in for that uh but we do attend those that, that type of stuff we keep up with it i'll say this though because it goes like this stillers penguins and then pirates okay that's kind of how it goes oh your hand dropped all the way off the screen for that one <laughs> I, I mean, saw that. We said, <laughs> "Did you? Would you reach down to the floor or what?" Hey, what I'm telling you, bright spot. O'Neill Cruz is just where I'm at. O'Neill Cruz is just where I'm at. Okay, okay. It's him in the five heartbeats at this point. Okay. Um, with that being said, uh, if we were on a 500 level type of season where we win some, lose some, uh, we heard the rumblings. Can't wait for hockey season to kick off. And I hated it, okay? <laughs> hated it. Not them, but there's been there's an expectation of a level of consistency with these groups, man. Hockey must stay supreme. Football must stay supreme, and hell, we'll support the baseball team. It's kind of how it goes. <laughs> so with that being said, if we were on the struggle bus or hit a bad patch in the season – I heard the rumblings. We got it. Boy, I can't wait till hockey season start. Uh, what are the pins doing? Like it, it, And it's not in a competitive, hateful nature. It's just like, all right, y'all, if we want to be at the top of the show, we better wake the, wake wake up because we, we can't fall back. This is our primary season. Hockey goes on forever. Like, and you're waiting for them to kick out or to drop the puck? Like, no. It's funny that I, I've seen it because I cover all three teams. You I've know. seen it in both directions. And I can tell you that right now, even though Andrew McCutcheon is playing in Milwaukee, he is your biggest fan. I mean, yeah. he he lives and breathes for the yeah, Steelers. Uh, I, I ran into him up there in Milwaukee a couple months ago. And first question when he sees me walk into the Brewers room was, uh, how, how are my Steelers looking? See? How are my Steelers looking? Yeah. Um, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, especially the latter. Gino mm -hmm. is like, you know this. Gino yeah. is off the charts yeah. for the Steelers. Sid, first thing when he sees me, come in. You know, what's yeah. what's going on over uh what's going on over at the south side? What's happening? Yeah. How's things look like this? And, and and I've heard the same thing in the other direction as yeah. well from the Steelers who follow the Penguins. Uh, not least of which is your old head coach. Yeah. And your old general manager, uh, Kevin Colbert, very yeah. visible and vocal supporter of all those teams. So I, I've always, uh, 
part maybe it's because Pittsburgh is the only city. Yeah. Where yeah. all three teams have the same first name and the same set of colors. And we are, by the way, for anybody for whom that's a newsflash, there's no other that does that. No. And it's always felt a little bit more like a brotherhood than in other cities. It really is, man. And most guys are usual cordial with one another. McCutcheon, you know, uh, met my kids and was very friendly to them, man. It's never been an issue for, you know, either one of us all three teams to create relationships. There's never been any type of envy other than the competitive side of don't be number three or don't fall behind the eight ball when it comes down to expectations. Like it's always been that man. And uh, for guys that are out, out of towners like myself brought into Pittsburgh from the South, like for me, like you're adopted by them. You know, one of the first things a rookie class do is go to a Pirates game because the season's just, you know, kicked off or the hockey experience. I had never gone to a hockey game, never really watched it. And here I am with a friggin' hockey jersey in my in my closet, two of them, uh, and, and just going to games and not just that, but understanding and enjoying, you know, what hockey is and what they do. And Pittsburgh really puts their sports on a pedestal, man, and not in a bad way. It's just that, look, we come together for this. This year's Steelers rookie class was taken over to PNC Park. Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. and the entire draft class uh, was taken over there by Mike Tomlin. Uh, I also seem to recall a certain incident at PPG Paints Arena where all of the offensive linemen, oh, here it comes, Moan, all of the offensive linemen went over there en masse, and a certain guard and a certain left tackle, not you, made quite the spectacle of themselves between David DeCastro and Alejandro Villanueva with the two-fisted, like this, two-fisted alley. They They didn't even know the score of the game. They did not, but it's such a great time, man. And y'all heard Charlie speak about that, like the brotherhood that that brings itself. Uh, I think that was the year Dave got paid and Dave paid for the box, too. I'm sure he did. So him and Al celebrating and Dave got paid, Al got paid. That's basically what it was. Like Dave money is Al money. They enjoyed it together. man. So that was awesome. When we come back, the only segment that matters. Amen. We are recording. Are we? Oh, it's on the wrong side again. I keep seeing that stupid playground logo. It's it's not changing, DK. It's not changing. It's not. Do you guys go live every day? What's that? We do live? No, it's not live. No, it's pre-recorded. Yeah. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready when you are. Okay. Welcome back to the only segment that matters. That would be the Hey Moan segment. And for that, we have Nancy visiting us here at the downtown HQ. And I'm going to turn the uh, the apparatus here over to her. Hey, let's see. Hey. Hi, Ramon. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Are you going to be the next candidate to take DK's job? I'm going to try. <laughs> see? But don't tell him, okay? Confidence. <laughs> he might rehear. You know, there's a show. To, he might yeah. rehear. I'm, I'm with you all the way, just so you know. Okay. All right. So I have to tell you, I love your Twitter feed. I, I follow it. It's very entertaining. Good. Thank you. Thank you. And my question for you is, who do you think is going to win the quarterback job to start with? Ah, okay. I'm glad you say to start with. Okay. To because this, with, is, yeah. this is an in-depth uh, answer. Okay. And well, I'll say this. Uh, the young kid, Chris Ola Duncan, getting released the other day was very telling. Okay, it was okay. very telling. Pittsburgh has a history of keeping three quarterbacks. Always have. It's not many times we've had two. 
you're looking at your three, which lets you know that this this um, competition has been closer than they probably expected. Okay. I think the the rookie Ola Duncan was a contingency plan that look if Mason was gone or Mason didn't hold up his end of the stick, mm-hmm. and honestly, he has. When you yeah. ask me who the starter is, I still got to go with Miss Trubisky. Okay. To begin the season, because I don't see a world me personally, although Kenny has played well, <laughs> we can admit that yeah. although he's played well, I still think there are some avenues in which he is to learn. And I think that's where they're going with him. I'd rather be more cautious than to just throw him out there to the wolves. OK, and especially right. being at the first game it's on the road in Cincinnati. We got to deal with those frigging people. OK, yeah. I don't know if he's <laughs> he's ready for that aspect of what the NFL is, although Okay. Uh, again, I've been pleasantly surprised by the talent, his poise, his ability to create yeah. plays. Uh, yep. It's all there when it comes down to Kenny Pickett. And again, you're looking at a level of him just being comfortable in a stadium. Heck, he's at Hinesville, a.k.a. No, Akershore Stadium. <laughs> no, AKA, it's Hinesville. <laughs> see? See, you would be on this. It's be Hinesville. <laughs> see, that's the, that's the model right there. Um, but he looks comfortable performing, and that's where I'm at with him. I could see a world, okay, where um, – I don't know, maybe six games in, he he's okay. kind of taken over a little bit. but And that's because you, you do have to understand there's a lot that goes into the week-to-week preparation. There's a lot that goes into, look, going on the road and playing games. There's a lot that goes on in which he can actually learn more and, and, and bring in a little bit more knowledge about the game. Most times with football players, it's a matter of if you give them an the opportunity, they're just going to play ball. And I think that is Kenny Pickett. The day that Mitch Trubisky was signed, though, um, and I say this respectfully towards him, I said bridge. You know, he's he's one to the next player. And uh, it's a matter of him. Honestly, you know, we had that conversation with Charlie Bash uh, yesterday and he spoke about how he had to minimize himself to actually help out the franchise guy and Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know if Mason or Mitch are going to be willing to do those things as much. Mm -hmm. Or do you still say, look, when it comes down to Mason's position uh, with them saying, look, we usually keep keep three. Y'all know our tendencies around the NFL. We don't have to let go of Mason Rudolph. So give us something more valuable if they do decide to trade him. You know, so opening the season to get back to your original question. (laughs) I got Miss Trubisky. Okay. Later on in the season, depending on development or depending on the flow of the season, because that matters a little bit, too, mm-hmm. I could see where Kenny Pickett comes in and start. And I'll be the first one to say, I said sit him the entire year. I said, wait, 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 wait. Yep. I'm also of the mindset now, look, I've seen more. He's done more. And mm-hmm. I'm OK with him going in under the fire because with guys like him, young guys, most franchise quarterbacks, yep. if you sit more than two years, you're probably not going to be the franchise guy. Okay. I always look at Jordan Love's situation, okay, and guys that say we have a, uh, a we got a developmental guy. No. If he's your guy, you select him in the first round, mm-hmm. he's probably going to play either later that season or starts the next season as a starter. So okay. that's where I'm at with, uh, with, with uh, Kenny Pickett. Okay, so once Kenny gets in, how many games till he comes up to speed with the quickness of the NFL? I say uh, I, I give most guys about uh, four games, a quarter of the season. 
Okay. Uh, just simply because there's more tape on you. Um, you've seen more tape and how to adjust in games also. Mm-hmm. It's usually about a four-game span and saying, okay, this is different than I thought, and now <laughs> I need to realize there is a step to be made. So uh, yeah. that's where I'm at on that. And just the way – and I know we're going to evaluate Kenny whenever he gets in. Um, I'll always take Ben's approach to it. Ben was, you know, criticized a little bit when he was asked about certain young quarterbacks in his league. And mm-hmm. he was honestly right. He was like, give it three years. Okay. Three years, we know what we have and who you are. First year, you surprise people. Second year, you you kind of adjust. And then at third year, you really settle in. Okay. And that's where I'm at as far as the Kenny Pickett project goes, too. So uh, this will I hopefully be a good ride for this guy because he has that that seems to be a little bit of the it factor where it doesn't look like it's going to work but if with the right guidance and support this kid could be nice yeah he's got some good receivers this year too (sighs) that's one (laughs) aspect of that team that people are really minimizing fourth in the afc north yeah carry that to cincinnati or somewhere like that we don't deal with that (laughs) thanks ramon (laughs) absolutely it was a pleasure way better questions than dk okay i won't tell him (laughs) (laughs) thank you enjoy your day so here's here's the deal foster i need to know where i stand in your life because first it's charlie batch now it's nancy all i'm telling look look it's it's only so much we can carry you okay Wow. <laughs> no, you know I kid. I kid, man. <laughs> hey, that's one thing I've always said about anybody that's a Steeler fan, okay? This isn't just a man's sport where men talk it. She is a prime example that football and the Pittsburgh Steelers match hand in hand. It's a family, it's a it's a friggin' it's a culture. It doesn't matter all the way down to the kids, man. She proves it right there. I and I and I love that. It's it's the truth. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that we've I can tell you that our company, we've always strived to reach out mm-hmm. uh, for, for fans, women and girls uh, of all sports. Uh, for a long time, Moan, in, in Pittsburgh, it was kind of like that was just hockey. But uh, it, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and I, th- I think we're starting to see, you know, more of that, you know, gravitate toward football here. Um, it, it's, it's been pretty neat to, to yeah. see. Want to do another one of these tomorrow? Want to do that? Absolutely. For right. Friday. Absolutely. <laughs>